This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Stitch Fix and Manscaped. 2020 has been the year of many things. Uh, the pandemic, Black Lives Matter protests, the presidential election, and the Democrats' inexplicable decision to rally behind Joe Biden of all people, and also Karens. Karens, of course, aren't anything new. There's always been people, specifically white women, but definitely not limited to just them, who have an extreme sense of entitlement, a total lack of respect for service employees, and often a big dash of racism thrown into the mix. Mm -hmm. But this was uh, definitely the year when Karen, as a term for this kind of person, really entered the mainstream lexicon, largely thanks to the fact that uh, service employees who Karen hates were now demanding that Karen put on a mask. Yeah. I've never had to struggle in my entire life, mm -hmm. and this is now an affront to anything I stand for. Mm -hmm. So it's no surprise that someone went ahead and developed a Karen video game. Karen, an outrage simulator that dropped on Steam a few days ago, and the description reads as follows. Become the ultimate Karen. Argue your way through six unique stages and unlock your true potential as you demand refunds, battle managers, and crush the underpaid souls of the customer service industry. Discover your origins. Learn why Karen is the way she is by uncovering her mysterious past, unraveling her harshest critics, finding what makes her happy, and exploring the fierce spirit that dwells within her. Argue to win. Become a master of manipulation and drive down any clerk's resolve by attacking their confidence, destroying their patience, or focusing their guilt to get your way. Witness insane freakouts. If you can't whittle down the cashier's resolve before your freakout meter reaches its limit, you'll lose your cool, go on a meme-worthy rampage, and become a laughingstock. Quick laughs. The game is brief and gets to the comedy right away. Expect a few good chuckles, a bit of a challenge, and some short, simple fun unlocking its 12 achievements over around 30 minutes of story. And seeing how the game is currently priced at just $2.54, marked down from its full price of $2.99. Launch discount. <laughs> and uh, the fact that it only features around a half an hour of gameplay, I figured I would just go ahead and try it out for myself. Oh, cool. And you know what? It's actually not bad if you don't mind visual novel style games and art that looks like it's from like a WikiHow article. No. Uh, the game, it's basically just a series of customer service interactions at multiple locations around town, starting with a convenience store where you show up with an expired coupon for a free bag of chips. That's where the game explains to you that the cashier you're talking to has a finite amount of confidence, indifference, and patience, and you'll need to reduce one of those down to zero. Uh, strategies include intimidating them to wear down their confidence, guilting them to wear down their indifference, or annoying them to wear down their patience. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that uh, this game is going to have a lot of refunds just because it, it hits that window, and it is the ultimate Karen achievement mm. to play something in full and then return it. I considered it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? <laughs> they earned the $2. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm not going to be that petty about well, it. Hopefully there's a bunch of people like you, but I guarantee you the final nail in like the I have succeeded as Karen Coffin will be yeah. returning a game you've played in full. Yeah. No, I, I, it definitely occurred to me. I'm like, there's what, like a three-hour window where you can get a refund? I think it's like two hours, yeah. 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 Anyways, there's also a freak-out meter that you need to pay, uh, pay attention to in this game. Karen obviously is going to get madder and madder throughout an interaction. So if your freak-out meter fills up all the way before you're able to wear down the service employee that you're talking to, Karen has a freak-out that ends up posted online and you lose the game. Yep. Because you probably get fired from your job down at Michael's Arts and Crafts. Yeah, and you don't get what you want. Yeah. Karen's all about getting what she wants. That's the thing about a lot of Karens, too. It's a, it's a very fine bag of uh, Karens who do nothing all day. There's also some that are they themselves, the service employees, and they take out their frustration that they've dealt with on the others. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, as you see here, Elliot first made the cashier double check the coupon, then insulted his customer service skills, then made him try scanning it anyway, which ended up wearing down his patience enough that he honored the coupon out of his own pocket. Yep. That's a Karen achievement right there. Yeah. Fine. I'll just, if my manager gives me shit for it, I'll just have him take it out of my pay. Yeah, exactly. Just so I don't have to deal with you anymore. It, I would be much happier to pay my own money than have you around any longer. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, success. Now, after getting my bag of chips, I next sent Karen over to Starbucks. Uh, she placed her order in the app ahead of time. That order being a grande mochaccino with almond milk, six pumps of syrup, <laughs> java chips, six pumps of espresso, fresh non-dairy whipped cream, and double vegan fair trade chocolate sauce mm -hmm. at exactly 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Uh, shockingly, the order ends up not being exactly what Karen was expecting. So the barista goes ahead and remakes the drink correctly. But that's not enough for Karen. Karen wants a refund. And so to get my refund, I uh, first yell at the barista about how I might have been allergic to the first drink, which, you know, that crushes some of his confidence. Well, he wouldn't want to kill anyone. He tries to excuse his mistake by pointing out that the order was extremely complicated. But Karen flips it on him by telling him that he has one job, and that's getting orders right. That crushes his confidence further. <laughs> and uh, next, the four dialogue options for Karen, they're all the same. I'd like to speak to the manager. Oh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. But uh-oh, twist here. Turns out the barista is the manager. Oh, my God. Well, what are you going to do now? Threaten to call up corporate, of course, which finally breaks the barista's confidence enough to just give Karen her drink for free, which at this point is no longer hot, uh, so she just throws it away. Next up, uh, Karen heads down to the supermarket, but uh-oh, they're requiring customers to wear face masks. And Karen, of course, has no face mask and does not intend to wear one. Nope. Uh, Elliot decided to role-play this one by choosing the dialogue option saying that uh, masks don't even work. And that employee then tells Karen that the mask rule is based on government health guidelines, so Karen calls the employee a bitch, which prompts the employee to ask Karen, who hurt you? So this then leads to a flashback in which we get to actually find out who hurt Karen. And in this case, uh, young Karen, she was working in an office and got repeatedly verbally abused by one of her superiors for being unable to satisfy his excessive demands. Uh, following this you know, very uh, traumatic interaction, she decides that no one will ever make her feel like that ever again. So it's, a, it's actually a pretty surprisingly sympathetic village origin story for yeah, Karen. That's, yeah, it's... Uh, it's you can't, you feel some sympathy for her, yeah. even though she is the villain. She's she's almost irredeemable, but every Karen does have an origin story. Yeah, I think you're that not born like that. I wouldn't not be interested in a documentary that traced back the origins of your like some of the Karens that yeah. were made famous online. I mean, there's probably some like pretty sad, bad stuff that happened in their lives. Yeah, they, they didn't get the respect that they deserved at some point, and now it's coming home to roost. We should go down to Netflix tomorrow. They'll buy anything. There's Karen. already uh, the, the origin story. Um, um, a horror movie called Karen yeah. got greenlit fairly recently. Well, no, I, w I came up with the idea, Scarin, and I don't know if it was ripped off or not, but if it is, I'm going to be upset. If not, yeah. we still need to go to Netflix and pitch the Karen series. Where we find all the ones that went viral. Well, first, what led up to the viral moment, their backstory, why yeah. they're such a bitch, and then the fallout of how their lives were ruined by it. Yeah, sort of like a Winnebago Man. Great documentary, by the way. One of the best documentaries ever. But a Winnebago Man for uh, various Karen incidents. Yeah. This I, is, Karen, I, this is your chance to tell your side of the story. The problem is, you get there with the film crew, she just starts freaking out again. Then you just got another Karen viral video. Yeah, or hands. she lies to get things on her side, and mm -hmm. you don't get an honest version of the story. Uh, well, we'll hash it out later. Yeah, <laughs> anyways, yeah. 
That's another another great idea from Internet Today. Yeah, if, if Netflix is watching, you know, throw us some money. We'll figure out other people to make it. It's yeah. just, we come up with the ideas, not the execution. Yeah. So we find out, yeah, this Karen, uh, her old boss was a complete asshole who treated her like shit. Mm-hmm. And that's how she became Karen. And we, we flash back to the present. And so I, I, t- I have Karen here lash out at the employee with a you're not the boss of me sort of rant. Which, You're uh, not the boss of me now. It doesn't work. Uh, it only makes my Karen more angry. And then uh, I try another rant about how the mask rule is based on fear. That doesn't work. Finally, I try a rant about how they are trying to take away our freedoms with the mask. That doesn't work. And by now, my Karen's freakout meter is totally full. She starts physically attacking employees and bystanders, shouting, This is privilege. And, uh, yeah, the whole thing gets filmed. She ends up featured on a Reddit freakout forum, and that's game over for me. Yeah, I guess I so. lost. Wow, sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's a pretty realistic outcome given all the real-world examples of various Karens refusing to wear masks at the supermarket and spouting off some conspiratorial pseudoscientific nonsense as justification. Anyways, after loading up a save... Down to a local restaurant where Karen meets up with her friends, three other Karens, and there's a bunch of dialogue between the Karens about various Karen situations that they found themselves in recently. When the waitress comes by to ask how they're doing, our Karen complains that her meal didn't come with the almonds it was supposed to have, which of course was never actually listed on the menu. A male Karen sitting nearby butts in, seemingly flirting with Karen, and compliments her for fighting for what she wants. Mm -hmm. He eventually gives the waitress a bunch of money to go buy some almonds, which Karen is impressed by, but it turns out in the end, that male Karen wasn't actually flirting with Karen. He was flirting with the waitress. And that drives Karen nearly to a full freakout. Yeah, it gets real close. But Karen successfully manages to get the waitress to stay past the end of the shift to serve the Karens instead of taking up the male Karen's offer to go join him on his yacht. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. There was a few more places. I didn't end up trying out all the locations in the so game. So no spoilers, no full spoilers. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil the entire game. I want yeah. if, if this seems like something you're into, please go support uh, the person and pay the money and and don't don't pull a carrot at the end and get the refund. That sounds like a fun uh, Twitch game. I might play this after this video goes up. I don't want to spoil yeah, it I before mean, the video goes up. But I, uh, I played it on my own, just like screen capping it on OBS. But I kind of mm-hmm. wish I'd done it on Twitch and gotten some. Uh, Go let the chat some, decide what yeah. the carrot should do. Yeah, I'll do that yeah, tomorrow. Because like the answers aren't timed or anything. Yeah, so, perfect. Yeah, definitely worth. It's like that a uh, stream. when we streamed uh, uh, Dream Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy Dating Simulator. Yeah, or Dream Daddy. Yeah. It's it's a very similar. I guess that's the visual novel style. That these are the only visual novels I've played. Well, at least this one, the Karen can get canceled. And Dream Daddy, we never got to fuck one of the other guys. Yeah, they just fall in love. Boo! False advertising. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't get to try the other locations, uh, the spa, and uh, the final one is the game studio. Mm-hmm. That's after the supermarket level. And I, I also didn't bother retrying the supermarket level to figure out how you manage to get what you want without wearing a mask. I'm going to assume at the spa, like, she goes to, like, a Korean spa and yells at them in Chinese or something. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, there wasn't any racism, so I'm... I, they're, I, they're saving it for the yeah, game studio and the spa. Yeah, I think that might be where it happens. Mm-hmm. But anyway, for $2.54, I give this game a solid 7 out of 10. <laughs> okay, cool. That's our first ever serious game review we've ever done. Yeah, we'll have to get shibby uh, to see if it's actually <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, technically... To be fair, this isn't the first Karen game, at least on Steam. I checked a few days before Karen and Outrage Simulator dropped on Steam. Another $3 game called Karen Simulator Wage Cuck vs. Karen. Oh, my God. Also came up. Uh, came I already up. know where this is, like, just yeah. by the title alone. It's basically just a hastily thrown together first-person shooter in which you play as a store clerk who just, like, guns down oh. a bunch of zombie-like Karens. Uh, the developer, 2GenPro, also just in the past few weeks released... 
Simp Slayer Simulator 2K20, mm. and back in April released Jesus Strikes Back 2, The Resurrection, which uh, both of those look like basically the same game as the Karen game with minor alterations. Yeah. They're also all clearly influenced by, like, 4chan culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Jesus game literally lets you play as Trump, Hitler, Mussolini, and Pepe in addition to Jesus. So, bit of a yikes there. Probably not going to be checking any of those out. I did buy uh, that one. Uh, there was, like... I mean, it was... I think I believe it was kickstarted by, you know, people that you wouldn't really want to associate with. But mm-hmm. I did play, like, the Trump... Uh, Contra game, like it's 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 like a side-scrolling game, like Contra. Yeah. But you're Trump. You fight, like I think you fight uh, Rosie O'Donnell and a bunch yeah, of other like celebrities. Funny. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah. This oh, one... you defeat ISIS in one of the levels. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. We all want ISIS defeated. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this this these <laughs> games have like uh, yeah a little little more of the the darker side of the 4chan influence on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you're looking for a Karen game. I would not recommend this one. I'd recommend Karen, an outrage simulator. Yeah. Because um, uh, I, I, I quite enjoyed playing it. I think that this would be a decent game for actual Karens to play to get out their aggression. That's true. Yeah. And to know their limits. Yeah. And uh, to hone their craft. Yeah, exactly. You get a little freak out meter and then you know it's like muscle memory. You'll know when you're getting to the point of no return yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like Flight Simulator for Karens. This is basically like cognitive behavioral therapy for Karens. Yes. Well, anyways. Uh, it's so cheap. I, I have my Steam, my, or, uh, my Twitch game for this week, so yeah. looking forward to that. Anyways, let's move on. I know we said a few weeks back that we, uh, we're going to slow down on the Jacob Wall coverage, since it's abundantly clear that at this point, the, most of the dumb bullshit that he and Jack Berkman do is ego-driven, and he actually seems to get off on people talking about him no matter how negatively they're talking about him. Yeah. It's all just feeding his his ego, and he loves it. Yeah. Uh, so we apologize in advance for talking about these guys again, but their latest antics are pretty terrible even for them. And Also, we have to say that every time. Possibly illegal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? Just as a palate cleanser before we talk about it, uh, here's Jacob Wall getting punched in the face a few days ago in D.C. at a protest. So, <sighs> And we, of course, do not condone this type of violence, and uh, we feel that it is ultimately counterproductive, just like when Richard Spencer got punched in the face a few years ago. Uh, but it is difficult to not feel some degree of satisfaction about it, especially because he worked so hard on all those muscles just to not use them in the time. He does, he, yeah. It, it, the it, one time he could have used them. The part where he gets punched in the face, like, obviously I can't support, but the fact that he, like, he runs away like yeah. such a wuss yes. afterwards, that's funny. Now... Did the punch work on Richard Spencer? He has claimed that he is moving to be... He's becoming a leftist now, right? Don't... He's... But it, it, he's it's not. the heel turn of the grifter. Yeah, uh, exactly. All of the, the diamond and silk going after Fox News, the Richard Spencer flipping to the left, it's a heel turn to try to, like, uh, yeah. get back in, into, like, making money some other way because they've yeah. completely... Or just getting attention. Like, Richard, yes. Richard Spencer is one of those guys that, like... Just he's been deplatformed enough, and everyone's just like doesn't want to be associated with him. So then he comes out and he's like, "Actually, I'm voting for Biden. I'm I'm voting a straight Democratic ticket in the next election." People are like, "Huh, that's interesting." But it's like he's just saying it for attention. The man's yes. a literal fucking Nazi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyways, to be clear, we'd much rather Jacob Wall be in prison where he belongs than yeah. getting punched on the face on, on the streets. Uh, yeah, rather than violence inflicted upon his. Uh, you know, great body. Well uh, done. Uh, <laughs> I know he watches the show, so I'm just going to ask, Jacob, if you worked so hard to become so fucking ripped, why did you just run away? Well, it's a lot of, a lot of guys, they, 
they're, they're more about the vanity muscles than what you can do with them. Because, like, well, obviously it doesn't, if it was an intimidation thing, it's not working. No. No, it's not. Like, because you did kind of run away like a, like a little wuss, so. Yeah. I mean, That's what's the thing. Up like, he's trying to get, like, huge, like, bodybuilder style. But all the, like, you look at MMA guys, they're not huge. They're, uh. Yeah, some of them are well-defined. but compact. they're compact. Yeah, yeah. But they're, like, solid as rock. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't get the girls as much as just walking around flexing your nips. Yeah. Which Jacob wants to do, obviously. Yes. Anyways, with that punch to Jacob Wool's face out of the way, the latest Jacob Wool news is that he and Jack Berkman may be behind a bunch of recent robocalls in Michigan and Pennsylvania, two battleground states. And these robocalls feature false claims that mail-in voting registration will be used by the police to track fugitives, used by credit card companies to find debtors, and by the CDC to track people for mandatory vaccines, none of which are true. No. Uh, the call urges people to not be tricked into handing over their private information to the man and to stay safe and beware of vote by mail. Mm. It's basically your typical political robocall meant to misinform and suppress voters. This happens in every election, and it's gross uh, every time. But uh, this robocall also starts by saying that it's from Project 1699, quote, a civil rights organization founded by Jack Berkman and Jacob Wool. Well, so here's the thing about that, too, is it's like we all know about their shenanigans. Yeah. But again, like 99% of America doesn't exist in the online space that we... Must be nice. Yes, that, that, <laughs> that we exist in. Which I envy those. People. I do as well. Uh, but yeah, so when people hear like, oh, whoa, wow, sounds official. Those are two names. Those are <laughs> names that sound like real names. Yeah. Jacob, well, where have I heard that before? I guess nowhere. <laughs> Anyways. So on one hand, this is exactly the type of thing that you'd expect from Wall and Berkman. Their entire brand is politically motivated disinformation. On the other hand, though, they claim they're not responsible for these robocalls. And they claim the calls came from someone trying to embarrass them. And, I mean, they've kind of got a point. Why would they reveal their names right at the beginning of the call? Also, the phone number the robocalls came from was a phone number Jack Berkman has previously used publicly. Of course, uh, phone numbers can be spoofed pretty easily. And as Jack Berkman told the Daily Beast in an email, no one in their right mind would put their own cell on a robocall. And yeah, yeah I mean, he's got a point. But then on, on the other hand, we always talk about the like, but why would I do that kind of grift? Yeah, that's the thing. Why would I do something so blatant? So, yeah, like knowing what we know about Jack Berkman and Jacob Wall, they have a long history of just doomed to fail uh-huh. schemes with no chance of success that fall apart immediately and immediately get traced back to them. Like Jacob Wall's mom's phone number. Yeah. yeah. Like mistakes that it's almost like they want to be caught. And yeah, I mean, like we said, they seem to just enjoy being talked about regardless of whether it's positive or negative. So yeah, with Berkman and Wool's profiles and relevancy at their lowest point ever, arguably, Mm -hmm. is it really that outlandish to think they would send out disinformation robocalls that immediately identify Jacob Wool and Jack Berkman as the people behind them? I mean, for anyone else, we would agree that it makes no goddamn sense, especially since Michigan's Secretary of State and Attorney General are apparently investigating the calls, and it could result in, like, serious criminal charges. But Jacob Wool and Jack Berkman not only constantly step on rakes, uh, a lot of times those rakes are rakes that they personally place on the ground right in front of them, fully intending to step on. If I stepped on this rake, why, I'd be a real idiot. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, like, their whole... M.O. at this point is See, just but, like, Your Honor, I'd have to be a fucking idiot to do any of the things I'm accused of. Yeah, you're like, right. Man, but you're you free did to go. do them. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it, but it's even stranger still that there would be 
anyone else that exists in this entire world that would try to clown on these guys when they just do it themselves for free. Yeah. Who would pay for this and who would take the legal risk to do this other than the men themselves? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, uh, no one likes these guys, but I don't think anyone cares about them enough to, like, frame them for... It's a serious uh, using, interference. Using the rake-stepping analogy, it's like Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman get out of their car and are surrounded by rakes and some random person goes, have another one. Yeah. I bet he'll step on my rake. When yeah. in the meantime, they're going to be they, fucking smacking themselves in the face. They've got enough anyway, rakes. Yeah. 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 yeah these, these are not people you need to frame. No. Not at all. <laughs> they have plenty of capers of their own. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that'll be interesting to see, like, because there's an official like state of Michigan mm-hmm. investigation. I don't know if Pennsylvania is doing one. I don't know how easy it is to even like trace robocalls because you can spoof phone numbers so easily. But like, I don't know. This could result in charges, which like you know, knowing how these guys manage to wiggle out of everything and take that's what 10 I'm saying. Fucking years for it to. But what I'm saying is like they're already facing so many other charges. There's so much shit going on right now that they're probably like. Man, it wouldn't be great if we had another fucking criminal case against us. Like, that would really yeah. bump us up. They, and we can say the government was coming, like a Roger Stone. Like, they, obviously the government's coming after me. Mm-hmm. Trying to set up some sort of, like, judicial gridlock system where, like, they're in trouble in so many court jurisdictions that yeah. one court's like, you can't prosecute them over there. We need them over here in our courtroom. And where did this happen again? Michigan? Uh, the calls were in Michigan and uh, Pennsylvania. So it's like, what? the only thing I can imagine is that they did some, like, they tried to play some 5D chess where they actually set up the robocalls with their names on it, but using the name of, like, a Michigan or Pennsylvania politician to set up the account. Really? And then they were the ones that set up the account that set it up for a politician in Michigan to set them up so they could inadvertently blame them for trying to get them in trouble. I mean, that's what they kind of did with the Mueller thing. Yeah. There's, like, so many layers where it's, like, it reached a point where it didn't make sense in any form of explanation for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, at that point, the legal uh, teams behind trying to prosecute this are just going to get frustrated and give up. Yeah. This isn't even <laughs> fucking worth this it. This is stupid. It's <laughs> giving me a headache. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll keep you updated on that. And I I, guess... I'm going with that theory. That yeah. they, there's some kind of, it's like some kind of fucking shell game that they've try, done themselves. Trying to frame someone for framing them? Yes. Yeah. They've got shell companies that represent shell companies that invest in shell companies somewhere. Yeah. And they did that with this fucking robocall thing. Could be. And right now, yeah, Jacob Wall, he's like, how do they know? And he's just punching himself in the dick. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Every time they they figure it out. Need to write some fan fiction again. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, before we get to the headlines part of the show, this episode is sponsored by Stitch Fix. And I got this new shirt from Stitch Fix. I I asked them on the forum. I was like, summertime, because send me some Hawaiian shirts. They sent me three. Keeping two of them. I sent one of them back. Got a couple fishing boats on there. Yeah. It's nautical. Yes, it is nautical. I may have only been to the beach once this summer, Mm -hmm. but I'm feeling very nautical. Yes. Anyways, wouldn't it be great if every clothing store you shopped at had only your size, what styles you like, and at the price you want? Well, Stitch Fix is a company focused on making that happen. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling company that makes getting the clothes you love effortless. It's a completely different way to shop that's all about you every time. To get started, go to stitchfix.com weird to set up your profile and they'll deliver great looks personalized just for you in your colors, 
styles, and budget. You pay a $20 styling fee for each fix, which is credited towards anything that you keep. You schedule at any time. There's no subscription required. Plus, shipping, returns, and exchanges, they are easy and free. Stitch Fix does all the hard work for you, making great style effortless for everybody, including men, women, and kids. So get started today at stitchfix.com weird, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That is stitchfix.com weird for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. stitchfix.com weird. And this episode is sponsored by Manscaped. If you're bored in the house, why not play with your balls? I do it all the time. Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. <laughs> smooth as eggs. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their Lawnmower 3.0. Mm-hmm. Manscaped is our go-to brand for below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. While you're probably looking for new things to do at home, why not make grooming your balls a part of your routine? <laughs> you got to waste some time at some yeah. point. Groom There's those nothing balls. going on. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. And not only does Manscaped obsess over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, uh, they also use Use the best ingredients in their formulations. Inside the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You're probably sitting on the couch with your hand on your balls right now anyway, Uh so you might as well keep them smooth as eggs and smelling fresh. Subscribe to the perfect package and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower 3.0 delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. For a limited time, subscribers get not one but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value. It's a nice bag. It's a nice bag. And the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxers. Mm -hmm. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WEIRDNEWS at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code WEIRDNEWS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code WEIRDNEWS. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. <laughs> it already is, but this will be even better. Thanks, Manscaped. Uh, I also, like, I got to point out with that perfect package, you get the Crop Reviver Spray. Yeah. Everybody knows about my world-famous walks. I go on very long walks. Yeah, you're going to want miles. it afterwards. Come home afterwards. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like I'm a new man. Revitalized. It's, it literally revives me. It mm-hmm. smells great, and I, uh, I don't feel terrible. Yeah. Usually, I'll take a shower. Sometimes you just get a quick spray and you yeah. go about your day and then take the shower later. Sometimes all I got time for is a quick mm-hmm. spray. Uh, anyways, let's get to this week's weirdest headlines from around the world, starting with Pangzai, speed drinking internet star, says goodbye to fans in tearful live video. So I still haven't gotten to the bottom of this, but mm-hmm. Mr. Pangzai, who we've talked the about. The king. The king. The internet king. The, yes. the nicest man in China. We've talked about him a bunch before. But uh, yeah, last week he he did like two live videos where he was like, visibly sad, crying a little bit. He was using text-to-speech to say, like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. sounded like he was in trouble with, like, the Chinese government. Like, it sounded pretty serious. Uh, but and, from the uh, beginning of this, I was like, look, I mean, we donated to him on live stream. He probably got to the point where he could actually get a check from uh, an American company for yeah, I don't some know how that's monetization. Working. Yeah. So uh, what like, I can only assume is that he got a check from an American company for a not insubstantial amount of money, and they were probably like, wait, hold on, now this guy's on our radar. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, because, like, the Chinese government obviously knew what he was doing. 
Like, they, and there was even, uh, like, I found a tweet from, he did, like, a charity live stream a few months back for, like, COVID-19 relief. And, like, one of, the, like, China's state-run media outlets, like, reported on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they obviously know what the fuck he's doing. Even though, like, you're technically not allowed to use uh, Twitter and YouTube in China. You have to use a VPN for it. Like, they knew what he was doing. And I think it sounds like it's pretty common there to, like, circumvent those rules. But, like, I don't know. It's, it's just dumb for them to crack down on him because he's, like, the best PR yeah, that they be- have. Yeah, I know. Like, in a year with, like, the virus and this whole, like, TikTok thing. He's like, keeping me normal. He's just this dude that makes look. He, he, ma- he makes living in like just the fucking countryside of rural China look awesome. Yeah, I'm like you know, I he, he cooks good food. He's, he's got drinks. a great life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was listen. It's been pretty depressing this year. Yeah, and anytime I was able to catch one of his live streams, I had a smile on my face. Yeah, no, he it cheered me up. Radiates positivity. Yeah, teaches you how to cook stuff. He's like he's like cooking stuff that he grew himself on his farm. <laughs> when like, China came for our jobs, I said nothing. Yeah. When China came for our internet apps, I said nothing. If China lays a fucking finger on Pang's eye, yeah, I'm coming for you, China. I, yeah, I'm gonna like, I I'm going to become a war hawk yeah. against China if if they hurt him. But so like, t- about twelve hours after he did his live stream where he's like distressed, yeah, says goodbye forever, he posts on his Twitter account like, sorry guys. Not going anywhere. I was just a little drunk last night. And it comes with a, a drinking video of his that I believe is like, never been seen before. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, five days ago. Yeah. And there hasn't been any update. There hasn't been any, like, proof of life. Yeah. So I'm still kind of worried that something happened to him. Yeah. And they did this to, like, throw you off their trail. Yes. I hope not. But, like... We're hoping the best. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to wait for more posts before I start really freaking out. But I am a little bit worried. Yes. So, yeah. And I, I do want to reiterate that uh, we didn't never say nothing. We've done multiple videos critical of China over the course of many yes, years. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That should go without saying. Yes, yes. But this is the final straw. This is the final straw. I swear Don't to God, make Mr. me come over there, Mister Xi. This is it. If you if you fuck with Peng's eye, we're gonna give we're gonna send you Jacob Wall. Yeah, it's only fair. Yeah, if you think that Peng's eye is a bad representation of of, of your country online. You got another thing coming because we will send you Jacob Wall, a true bad example of a yeah. person that takes the internet for granted. They would probably just execute Jacob Wall. <laughs> like he, yes. Like they, they, say what you will about the Chinese justice system. They get things done a lot quicker mm-hmm. and you're pretty much guilty as soon as you're arrested. And, we're going to uh, send them Jacob Wall and Jacob Paul and they're going to have a lot to deal with. Here's some Jakes for you. Yeah. You know, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, like things where you can put a face on the talking and it makes it talk and sing and stuff like that. Someone did one of Xi Jinping literally singing the Winnie the Pooh song this week. And it was another point of joy. Yeah. Just, I, it was, it was fantastic. But we actually, let's not talk about that right now because we want to make sure that Peng's eyes safe. Yeah. He doesn't look like Winnie the Pooh, the, the no, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping is handsome and yes. slim. And yeah. And he, you know, treats everyone really nice. No, no, he doesn't. But <laughs> Peng's eye, stay safe. Yeah, please. Anyways, in other headlines, a woman declared dead by paramedics found to be alive at Detroit funeral home. They were about to embalm her. Horrifying. Yeah, a lot of people, apparently some, uh, the, the, uh, the morti- someone lost their job over this because they're, they're, clearly there was a uh, discrepancy. <laughs> something happened here. An oopsie. Yeah, and, and like, I don't know, there's still a lot of questions too. It's like, because it was like within like a very short period of time, this woman was found dead. 
examined by medical examiners, and then sent to the funeral home. They're like, all right, let's 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 just get this done ASAP. Yeah, I don't and know what the deal is. sitting around for too long. I mean, maybe they're just, you know, things are going uh, a, a little more uh, casually because of the COVID. They're just like, okay, well, they, yeah, pulse, uh, not, okay. Yep. All right, dad's dead. Get That's a dead here. body. I've seen a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, her family's suing the shit out of everyone involved. And, yeah. Uh, I, I would say, based off these basic facts, <laughs> they probably stand... Uh, to uh, get some conversation. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's crazy. They were literally about to drain her blood and replace it with formaldehyde. Well, you'd imagine she'd wake up at that point. Yeah, well, she, I mean, I think she's still, like, comatose or something, but they're like, wait, a pulse she, or something? Yeah, she has a pulse and she's breathing. They're like, uh. Yikes. Like, she was in a body bag for, like, two hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hopefully Wild. she wakes up and gets all that money, a new lease on life. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hell, yeah. You know what? I will go skydiving. I've already died once. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Kill me once. The world's most expensive sheep has just been purchased for $490,000. I don't know why, but based on the picture of it, the sheep has massive testicles. Oh. Just a... It's probably a, a stud. Stud sheep. It, like, I've never seen a sheep the that looks wolf. this, like, jacked. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a pit bull sheep. It's got a giant nutsack. Yeah. I'm sure they're buying it for its virile uh, semen. Yes. Because that's like, and a good, that's why you buy these pelt. animals. But that's like almost half a million dollars for this sheep. Is but that, that's the thing: if, if is if those balls are so big, they have dozens of other sheep ready to go. Yeah, inside those balls. There was actually there was a bidding war over yeah. the sheep, and eventually the auction house. They're like, look, what if the what if all three of you farmers agree to split the sheep? You'll share it. You put it on a sheep a, schedule. A polyamorous relationship with uh, yeah, the sheep. Yeah, so that's what they that's what they agreed on. Mm-hmm. They, they that agreed. man's name Jerry Falwell Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's no reason all three of us can't enjoy the sheep. Get in there and fuck my sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I saw the funniest the funniest picture of the Jerry and Becky Falwell. It was like it's like when the uh, middle aged couple at the vacation resort who's been buying you drinks all night, uh, you know, <laughs> Finally starts comes giving you that look. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I, I'm so interested to see how their lives play out from here because it's far from over with those two. Well, the thing, it, like, this happens all the fucking time with mm-hmm. evangelicals. It hasn't happened for a while, but in the but 80s and 90s, like, yeah. it, was, it was all the time. And they always would just come back, like, a year later and be like, Lord, forgive me. And they're like, well, that's all you got to do. Clearly, all they, right. yeah, they, you know... The Lord is very forgiving. Yep. But they're like, uh, you know, I feel like in the 80s and 90s, uh, there was more prominent religious people. And maybe I'm just been out of the game. But then you had like Mother Teresa. You had, uh, uh, what's his name? The televangelist crazy guy. that well, would uh, Be more specific. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, now you just have the Falwells, really. And then that other crazy televangelist guy. No, you've, you've the, definitely the, got the, With Kanye. What's his uh, name? Austin. Yeah, Joel yeah. Austin. Oh, you got Joel Austin. You got that guy with the jet who uh, gets yeah. real upset. You got Jim Backer who sells, oh, yeah. sells the food buckets. Yeah. Um, you got that uh, that guy in Louisiana who like went to jail as a martyr because he wouldn't enforce masks. Like, there's a lot of them. Okay, very yeah, very right. levels of success. Uh, that Rodney uh, guy from Florida yeah. who uh, had his church shut down. Well, but those two only made national news because of the COVID thing. Like, the Falwells are, like, a nationally known... Yeah. Yeah. But also, Jerry isn't a televangelist. No, like, he's his, just a... His dad was. Jerry's just, like, inherited his father's businesses. Yeah. And he, like... Yeah, I don't think he's like a preacher, and he and good because not a charismatic person. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm yeah. sure he will claim that uh, he's super sorry and. Uh, it was yep. the devil got into me. Yeah, the devil got into me, but it's cool. Jesus forgave me. So. Devil's gone now. Devil's gone. We're good, right? Yeah. South uh. Carolina official faces criticism for dressing in traditional Arab clothing to play a terrorist in a training exercise. Well, he wanted to make it real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he like signed, it was like some local security firm or whatever. They did a, an exercise training exercise and they're like all right just for realism's sake uh <laughs> like this is just the most stereotypical costumes like no one who commits like terrorism acts even if they're muslims like dresses Dress like a fucking garb. sheik yeah. from yeah, yeah, like yeah. saudi arabia yeah like but that's what they all dress like here I'm like he's like it's, we're just being realistic I'm like no, no that's not not realistic yeah, no not at all like there's plenty of pictures like online of like terrorists. Yeah. Every major terror attack, yeah. they go out of their way to look as like normal <laughs> and secular as possible. <laughs> Here I am to do a terrorist attack. Look, like, everyone yeah. would know. Yeah, uh, like the brothers in Boston, like literally yeah. just like hoodies and like a backpack. Yeah, every, all the 9/11 hijackers just looked like fucking businessmen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is dumb. Yes, very dumb and racist. Cocaine trends on Twitter during Republican National Convention. And this is, uh, I'm assuming it's because of Don Jr. and uh, well, yeah, Kimberly Guilfoyle's Don, speech. Don Jr. and his girlfriend. Kimberly Guilfoyle was very enthusiastic, Yeah, uh, especially given there was no crowd there to play off of. She was really belting it out. Come! Come! The best is yet to come! come. And I love because it, she was waiting for that, like, triumphant yeah. noise beat. No. But she had to, like, stretch her it out. Her voice is just echoing in this empty room. So there's yeah. her. And then Don Jr. just looked like shit. He was covered in sweat. His eyes were all glassy. Like, yeah. But, uh... Well, I guarantee you it's because, I mean, it's... However you want to say... If you want to say fake news, whatever. You're a lost cause. But it's been a pretty well-known fact that Donald Trump, like, rails Adderall. And I'm sure yeah. that it's, like, a thing, like a... Like a uh, uh, a tip that he gave to his son, like, hey, by the way, the doctor can give you these, like, magic pills mm -hmm. that, you know, give you boundless energy and make you the smartest person in the room. Yeah. You should try them out. I think it could have been that, but, like, another... Yeah, but he boofed him. Another, <laughs> another pretty plausible theory I saw is just that, like, Don Jr. is just lives in his father's shadow, mm -hmm. is not nearly as charismatic or likable as his dad, mm -hmm. and uh, is not a good public speaker. And uh, just has this immense pressure to live up to his father, but cannot and probably was like actually pretty stressed out about giving a speech, especially to an empty room, which is, is pretty awkward. Yes. So uh, could be cocaine. Could, could be anything. Could be Maybelline. Who knows? Well, at least he's a better speaker than uh, Tiffany Trump, who has way too many teeth in her mouth. Yeah. Well, she, she Tiffany Trump. <laughs> I... I do still feel slightly bad for her, but also it's the same with Don Jr. It's like both of them just live in constant fear that their dad fucking hates them. Well, he and does. Disappointing them. Because, yes, he does. He's a, he doesn't care about he's them. He's a fucking narcissist, and yeah. narcissists are incapable of really, truly loving their children. And especially, like, she came from, like, a, uh, outside of marriage. Like, yeah, her mom he, was, he, like, the other woman. He's from just, like, the buffer wife. Yeah. Like, between the two major wives. Yeah, and like she grew up on the West Coast while well, the rest of them grew up on the But East she's Coast. still a bad person. Let's be clear. Yeah, no. Yeah, her speech, like, too, is just like, I know how a lot of you are feeling. I, too, just graduated from law school. So the struggle of finding work is not lost on me. It's just like, are you out of your fucking mind? Are you that detached from reality? Yeah, you have probably tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars in your personal bank account. Like, imagine, um, like, not even a normal college student who's riddled with debt. Yeah. But, like, 
a law student who actually had to pay for their own education and then has to go find work, mm-hmm. like, she, I don't like her and she has too many teeth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And also, pro- fucking the president it, probably feels the same way. Ivanka uh, got a mean look from Melania the next night in her green screen shirt. Yeah. She did that, like... Well, that, so that, that book is supposed to come out this week, so the audio clips yeah, might the come one, Yeah, like, Melania's former best friend talking about how, like, she fucking hates Ivanka. Well, because she got dicked over by the Trump administration as well, just like everyone else, so now she's coming clean with all this shit. Yeah. Anyways, it's just, it's probably just a bunch of, uh... No one cares yeah, about anything anyone says about this family. It's inconsequential. Anyway, yeah. they're, they're... But I would love to hear the tapes. Yeah, I'm curious. Lordy, I hope there's tapes. But it's not... Everyone's like, oh, let's let's see the Trumps wiggle their way out of this. And they're like, just wiggles out of it easily. Yeah. When you don't care about getting in trouble, you can't get in trouble, really. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Hurricane Laura topples Confederate statue two weeks after officials voted to keep it. God is the Antifa. Hur- the hurricane is Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? What do you mean God's anti-fascist? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, fucking hilarious. Just great. Fantastic. Yeah. Love to see it. Also... I feel like there's a lot less reporting on this hurricane, which was catastrophic to the area because uh, of yeah. all the other shit that's happening. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, there's just too much going on because there was that there was that storm in, like, Iowa? Or what it was? Yeah, like, they, like, shut the power off for, like, weeks or something? Yeah, there was, like, this horrible natural disaster happening in the, in the plains uh, or, like, Midwest or wherever the fuck. And, like, I didn't even hear about it. Like, people literally on Twitter tweeted directly at me, like, hey, are you guys going to cover this? I was like... Never Whoa, hold on. What the fuck? Like, they yeah. turned off power for days in this area and it's, like, blowing over houses? My parents had no idea that fires were happening in California. Yeah, just everything bad is happening There's too all much. at once. There's too much happening. Yeah. it's uh, <sighs> We are living in the end times. Uh, next headline. Tom Cruise performs death-defying stunt, watching Tenet in a packed cinema. This was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not super weird that he went to go see Tenet. It's weird that he... He tweets, like, twice a year. Mm-hmm. And they're always, like, basically promotional tweets. Yeah. And this was, like, a fully produced short video. Tom Cruise going to the movies and, like, talking about how much he likes going to the movies. Well, I think he and just like, lo- he loves movies and he loves being in movies. And but like it this- feels like, like a PR firm or, like, or like the studio behind Tenet was, like, you know, it would be a great idea. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's fucking weird because I'm, I'm sure he's pissed, too, that Maverick didn't come out this summer. Yeah, but, but it's just like he doesn't post. He's 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 a pretty offline guy, and he comes back to just be like, going to see Ten in theaters. See, pretty safe. Everyone here has had a great time. Well, God, much, I miss the theater. Much in the same way that all of the celebrities at the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak did that Imagine video, because I feel like they somehow wanted to connect with people on a personal level, but absolutely cannot because of their <laughs> lavish lifestyles and, yeah. and everything that they, they, they're they they're so above and beyond, even if they really do care. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of them really do care about people. Like, mm-hmm. they they want to connect, but they, yeah. it's just impossible. They're just so out of touch. Whereas Tom Cruise, like, actually probably really wanted to be the guy that proved that it was okay to see the movies because he, I'm sure that Tom Cruise fucking loves movies yeah. and he loves being in them and he wants to tell like but that's the thing is like the same thing as celebrities before in the coronavirus thing is yeah. him now like I have to be the one yeah. to take the burden for other people to show them it's okay. He does have a bit of like a God complex. Yeah. Just based off the fact that he constantly puts his own life in danger. Yeah. For like stunts that could very easily be the same pulled off by an actual stunt. Tom Cruise going to an actual movie theater to prove it's okay is the same thing that when Elon Musk hears there's a tragedy somewhere, he like, has to be the one to solve clearly it. Clearly I must I am the solution. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So there's something there. It's just yeah. 
it's like uh, well, a lot of people just go, they don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. In fact, people would be probably happier if they didn't. Yeah. But they're like, something in there is going, you are the one that has to do this. Tom, now's your time. Gal Gadot, you have to tell people it's going to be okay, even though only a week has passed. Yeah. <laughs> it was so early. These <laughs> slabs didn't last a week. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of Tenet, ceiling collapse injures two during Tenet screening in Singapore. Jesus so uh, it, it's not as safe as Tom Cruise might want you to believe. These theaters, they've been in disuse for so long mm-hmm. that you leave a theater empty for months, you bring the people back in, it's shaking everything. Yeah. The dust is settling. Don't clap. Yeah. The roof the, might cave in. The ceiling's going to fall on people. Yeah. Yeah, this is like a, a fucking like AC unit, a bunch of scaffolding like fell on some people's heads. I think they're alive, but pretty, uh, pretty bad theater experience for them. Turns out, coronavirus aside, you're a lot safer just staying indoors all the time at your own place. I agree. I agree. Yeah. When I go on walks, I'm like, I could get hit by a car. Anything right could now. happen. Anything. I almost got hit by a car like two months ago, like to the point where I had an adrenaline rush. Like yeah. he was just not looking at all. And I had to I had to jump out of the way. And then he gunned it because he was embarrassed, I'm assuming. Like, yeah. oh my god, I almost hit someone. And like I walked home and I was just like, hey, I almost fucking died to my wife. And she's like, Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And I was like, No, I really did almost yeah, probably definitely hospital, if not worse. And yeah. uh, I don't think I'll go outside for a while. I mean, I've had like face-to-face encounters with coyotes like multiple times in the last few months because they, especially at the beginning, yeah. they're like, it's the city's ours now. It's gotten real quiet around That's here. why you got to wait till it gets a little bit colder outside and, you, and then you, get, you can start wearing steel-toed boots yeah. with pants tucked in. And then the, you're going to be the one looking at the coyotes saying, yeah. you want to fucking go? They are pretty easy to scare. You just go like, ah! And they're like, okay, we don't want to, okay, look, we mostly eat trash. Yeah. Or puppies if we find them, but mostly trash. <laughs> oh, anyways, California wildfires are making wine grapes taste like barbecue. Yeah, and apparently this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is, a, like, I, I did do a, I did a tasting in wine country a few years back where they had, like, different years of the same varieties, mm-hmm. and they, like, explained the differences in the taste. It was pretty fascinating. They're like, I, I don't remember much about it at all, but it, it all had to do with, like, the amount of rainfall and the amount of sunshine and yeah. how it affects the taste. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the fire is... We had a really cold spring, so this is going to be a lot more... I don't even know what the fuck. Yeah. going to be fruitier. I, the wildfire taste, apparently it's okay with, like, very specific varietals, but, the with, the re- <laughs> but with the rest of it, it makes them taste terrible. So Make sure is, you pair this one with ribs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it sounds like a pretty... Pretty bad year for... uh, Oh, the the, vintage 2020 is going to be just mm, delightful in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, probably not. Probably the opposite. So this one, this year ruined everything. Yeah, among among all other things. Like, yeah, the the whole California wine industry kind of take a big old shit as well. Great. Speaking of coronavirus, Smash Mouth's ill-fated Sturgis rally show linked to 100 plus cases of coronavirus. So this is like, I mean, it's kind of misleading the article a bit. It's, well, like, they, it's like they do the contact tracing and like at least 100 of the people who yeah. later tested positive were at the, the Smash Mouth show. Yes. So it's not that they necessarily caught it there, but there were people with coronavirus there probably. Yes. But, uh, but the Smash Mouth said not to worry and fuck the coronavirus. Yeah. Fuck COVID. Woo. Yeah. Woo. I thought that would be the cure. Mm-hmm. We've tried everything else, and I thought that might be it. Yeah. The cure's out there somewhere, and we got to figure out what it is. It's uh, could be anything. could be Smash Mouth saying it, saying fuck COVID. could be. But it wasn't. Delaware man charged with fifth DUI after riding lawnmower while intoxicated. I didn't say if the other four DUIs were lawnmower DUIs, but I'd have to imagine after four DUIs, 
It's why pretty, is this guy still hard to get like insured and stuff? Well, you don't have to get insured to ride your lawnmower. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's and why he's, he's apparently doing. he was just driving over everyone's lawns. He's just like, you know what? I'm gonna be a good guy today and cut everyone's grass. Blah. Oh, it's a crime to cut other people's grass and be a good Samaritan. So you're trespassing. <laughs> Look at that grass. It looks a lot better now, doesn't it? Beautiful. Hey, Beautiful. you gas me up so I can get home. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, the only thing I had left, my lawnmower. They took it away from me. What is he going to get? He's going to be riding around in one of those like little tykes plastic <laughs> cars now. Just get me to a hill. I'm going to bomb this sucker down mm. the hill. Mm. Japanese oh. grandmothers create monkey busters group, fight primates with air guns. They got, I didn't know mon- bad idea. I didn't know Japan had monkeys. Apparently does. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And these old ladies, they have airsoft guns. They're posing like Charlie's Angels. The pictures are hilarious of these... Japanese I just grandmas. don't see. I, I listen. I just imagine the, this just pisses the monkeys off a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about monkeys, especially Japanese ones. But yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like they're just like when the monkeys are in their gardens, they're going out and like shooting them with airsoft BBs. I mean, like get out of here. Yeah. Well, they're braver than I am. They are braver than the troops. Yeah, that's true. The troops are doing nothing about the monkeys in yeah. the gardens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. And final headline, powerful wind lifts kite-entangled child estimated 30 feet into air in viral video. Uh, I definitely thought this was fake yeah, I at thought, first. I thought, I was like, oh, it's that, it's that Zach Final Cut King on Instagram doing one, another one of his fake-ass videos. But nope. It's real. There's multiple angles of it. Yeah. I don't understand the physics of how that child got launched into the air so like apparently, that. Apparently, like, the, someone was holding the tail... And when the, they launched the kite, he let go of the tail, and it, like, swung around and wrapped around the kid's neck. Now, <laughs> we should say that, according to reports, this is secondhand information here we're talking about. Yeah, like, the kid got pretty banged up, but they're but apparently Alive fine. and fine. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> around the kid's neck. Just, just getting tossed like a fucking rag doll. It doesn't make made of rubber, sense. but that looks pretty violent still. It's, like a, it's uh, The kid probably, I don't know, like, 30, 40 pounds? What do little kids weigh? But, like, that seems like more... That seems like more than what you would expect. Well, it was a very elaborate kite. It was. Yeah. But yeah, this was fucking wild. I was, like, I've never seen anything recently that just made me go, fake. <laughs> and and then, it was real. Yeah. Yeah. I love my favorite comment was, that kid's going places. Yeah. I love the internet. It's yeah. great. Anyways, that's it for this week's Weekly Weird News. Uh, if you haven't already, please check out two most recent videos over here. Yeah, news Dump, Tech News Day. Check those out. Yeah. And... Uh, do we have anything? I don't think we have anything to tell you to do. No. Nope. I think we're all good for now. Just be excellent. Yeah. <laughs> be excellent. Uh, we'll see you soon for another new episode. Bye.